Welcome back to The Divested Diary. I'm your host, Sharika Soul, and this is episode five. Today we're discussing Black politics. Why is the ghetto there? Welcome to The Divested Diary Podcast. My name is Sharika Soul. I am so happy you are here, and we'll discuss Black culture, relationships, Black crime, and a little bit of politics and look forward to discussing things that need to be discussed, open and honestly, without political correctness. All right, let's get started. I ask this question because it does seem like whenever Black people are involved, the ghetto always seeps in, even at the highest positions that we can hold in America, including politics, okay? Like just recently, the Democratic rep, Jamal Bowman of New York, He was charged by the D.C. Attorney General with triggering a fire alarm in a House office building when there was not an emergency. And this is coming directly from the news. Okay, Bowman has been summoned to appear in D.C. Superior Court 938 M, where the congressman is expected to plead guilty. He will also be booked, fingerprinted and processed on the misdemeanor charge. Like this is what we have. And I'm not saying, please don't do the whole little white politicians are any better. That's not the point. That's not the point. Like this is, this is an outrage. You know, there should definitely be a standard that you know, that you at least know what a fire alarm is. It shouldn't be that you're a black man and we're going to put you in Congress. Because that's what he thought. He's a ghetto man. And that's what he thought. He thought that other people, you know, black people are just as ghetto as him or the white liberals were going to think, oh, well, maybe this a black man. You know, he just he barely knows how to read and write since we just, you know, the slaves were freed not too long ago. So they'll let me get away with it. That's really like, it's just giving. What? Why are the politics ghetto? I understand other parts of the world, people being broke, but these people have money. There's no, there's no excuse for you not to know. And then go on your Twitter and tweet like it's like it was a real thing. That was embarrassing. I wonder if he deleted the tweet. I should go and. I should go look and see if he deleted the tweet. Let me know if he deleted it. I don't know. But the point is, it's like, even, it's just everywhere. It just always feels like we can't escape the ghetto. And it's it's not even about being ghetto. It's just that black politics just feels like one big scam. I don't understand anything but being a conservative at this point. And even being independent, like, I can understand that as well. But realistically, I do not understand. There is no point to support Black Lives Matter or be a liberal. If you're a Black person, what are you getting out of people telling you that white people hate you and are stopping you? And it's white people telling you that. Why are you standing over there on their side and going along with it and thinking anything's going to get better? Does it look like it's gotten better? No. These 
black politicians are playing right in our faces. And it's an insult. It's an insult to my intelligence. It's an insult to anybody who's over the age of 25, really. Okay. Whose frontal lobe has fully developed. To be pulling fire alarms and then tell us to donate to you so that we can keep you in office to fight the racism. It's ridiculous. And I've had enough. I've had enough of the cringe. Okay, because that's what it is. It's cringe at this point. Everybody knows it. I wish black politics would focus more on safe schools. You know, Chicago has had all these schools shut down repeatedly year after year after year after year. These elementary schools. Because the reality is the teachers are afraid of the students. They're afraid of the teenagers. And I don't blame them. And 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 that's what black politicians should be focusing on. I mean, when you look at Latino politicians, they're always focused on those issues and bettering that community within the school system. Not just, oh, please let us wear cornrows. And I'm not knocking things like the Crown Act and, you know, et cetera. I'm just saying that Black politics is so focused on defeating the white man. How can anybody take this seriously in 2023? I just don't know how it's being done. It's kind of like a minstrel show at this point because the white man bad, the white man bad. It's 2023. Your daughter's dating a white man, sir. You sound ridiculous. You want us to donate to you to keep you in Congress? To pretend it's 1941? (laughs) God, where do they do that at? (sighs) Deep, deep sigh. And a side eye, a stern side eye, sighs and exhausted blackness. (laughs) Uh, What can we say? You know, and it's not just that black politicians aren't focusing on things that they should be. And that has become extremely obvious. It's that... They're constantly collecting money for Black pain, pushing orgs like Black Lives Matter and the like, and asking people to donate to these causes. At some point, the money should go to the people. It should go to the Black people. Why are you asking for reparations as a Black politician, but then sitting there clapping for Biden as he's given hundreds of billion dollars away to Ukraine. You know who else is at war? The Crips and the Bloods, okay? That's happening right here in America. And I'm not even trying to be funny. It's the truth. I'm not downplaying war 
in other countries. But why are you downplaying the violence and the slaughter of thousands and thousands of African-American people? Over the course of the last 10 years, there's been at least 120,000 Black people that have been murdered by mostly Black people. That's not a small number, okay? You have the FBI coming out with stats, basically showing the data, saying Black men are killing each other every 30 minutes in America. As of 2021, who knows what it's like now? Gosh. And that's what Black politicians should be focusing on. Not foreign wars so they can get clicks and retweets. Focus on the wars that are happening right here. In an effort to spread encouragement and in an effort to open doors to resources for women like myself, I would like to start an org for women's rights. Black women are still women but are often attached to Black men's rights, and that is not right. We need to support women and children first. 70% of Black women are single mothers and two-thirds of the Black family home. The financial provider is the Black woman. If we build women up with simple things like cars or college books, we can change a struggle into a testimony. I did, and so can millions of women and men searching for a little hand up, not a handout. Please visit divesteddiary.com for more information and to donate. A lot of children going into foster care due to gun violence in America. And when you're a black politician and you got in that office based on blackness and wanting to have better for black people, then that should be all you tweet about. For real, for real. Don't talk to me about racism. Talk about what you're actually going to do today with all this money that you've been given and this power that you have now as a politician, as a member of Congress. What are you doing with your power? Why do you keep telling us and complaining to us? We That's why we put you in office. Well, we got to get another black to do it, I guess. You're just not going to. You're not cutting it because tweeting about George Floyd being a hero isn't helping a single ghetto black anywhere, a single poor black child anywhere. What do your tweets have to do with the budget for schools that are in really impoverished areas, not having music programs? Why are you taking all this money and doing nothing real with it? Why are you supporting orgs that take in millions and millions of dollars for based on black pain, black stress, and not easing that stress? Money does, in fact, buy happiness, but you're not going to do it with reparations, taxing everybody. Honestly, I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever thought about, really, when I really, really think about it. 
You have all these black men abandoning their children, but they want reparations from Congress. What about your child, sir? What do you mean you want reparations? Your child didn't even get a birthday card. And that's like 90 cents. At least they were 90 cents. I know inflation has probably (laughs) made it. God knows how much now. It's probably $10 just for a car. But you get the point. You want the government to give you millions of dollars for your pain? What would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry and he knows when I see him I'm gonna sleep with his mind for a little bit of money and his daddy's gone. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the truth. And you want reparations. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I don't even know what to say. But I do get embarrassed when they ask for reparations. Knowing that there's a large majority. Now, I wouldn't say majority. There's a large sector of Black people who could care less about the quality of life their own children are experiencing. And that cannot be fixed with reparations. Okay? A child abuser is a child abuser. And if you give a child abuser a bunch of money, they're just a rich child abuser. Reparations isn't going to do anything for the Black community, and Black politicians know that. And that's why I show them no respect. Actually, I don't even acknowledge them most of the times. I just don't see a point in tweeting at them, giving them validity to anything they say. You are not Ida B. Wells. This is Twitter slash X. It's, it's just cringe. Focus on what the Black community actually can benefit from. Literal things that we can fix little by little. Stop lying to the public and saying that you're going to fight racism. Stop using this 1865 outdated model to get by. We don't need the Civil Rights Act of 2023. We need honest Black politicians on both sides. If you're going to get in there by being Black, then talk about the Black community and talk about it unapologetically and get it done. Call it out. Tell us we need to do better. Tell us the ghetto-ness is out of control. Say something real. Because that's why the Black community isn't tuning in. People that listen to Ice Spice and these new, these up-and-coming African-American rappers, they're not listening to people who talk like it's 1942. You got to say something for real. And, and I don't care what side you, you're on. When you're in there and you're Black and you're representative of the United States of America, this is your time. And we don't need to be fighting things that we already fought when what we need to be fighting is ourselves and getting ourselves out of this never-ending simulation of defeat whiteness. 
and put some respect and integrity back into the Black community. Thank you so much for listening to the Divested Diary podcast. This is your host, Sharika Soul. I'll see you again next time. Episodes will air weekly, and you can find me where you listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, on my website at divesteddiary.com or my favorite social media app, X, at SharikaSoul84.